welcome to the Momgasm podcast. Blending motherhood, self-connection, sensuality, and pleasure. Normalizing what it means to be a mother and a sexual being. This week's episode, Sarah and I talk all things porn. Whether we love it, whether we hate it, the kinds that we may or may not be into, and the issues that we've faced when it comes to the great wide world of porn. Let's talk about porn, baby. Okay, no, we can't do that. Shitty porn. Really? Most of it is. Well, the episode's over. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was easy. Done. (laughs) Fuck. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, we, okay, so we, we have been kind of saying that we would like to talk about porn for a long time, Mm -hmm. um, because porn culture is super real. Porn culture informed the majority of the starting years of my sex life, and I feel like they do for many people. Um, anyway, it's, I think it's a fascinating conversation, and I mean, we're coming into this very opinionated about porn. We have pretty firm, strong opinions about porn. But that being said, I don't, I don't necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily write porn off in the way that I used to, if that makes sense. Like for a long time, I was just like, fuck porn. It's stupid. It's terrible. It's horrible. While still using it, which is like ridiculous of Mm. me to say. Um, But I think there's something that happens when you start to recognize, or at least for me, when you start to kind of recognize porn for what it is versus Mm -hmm. what it's not, Mm -hmm. that you can kind of come to it with a like, okay, like, I guess, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, That being said, there's, I still, uh, there are, there are things that I wish were done very differently. Um, So let's talk about it. Let's fucking talk about porn. So... This is, I'm like really excited we're having this conversation. Me too. Um, I think that I'm just gonna just like dive right into it. Or, or, <laughs> yeah. Do we wanna start by talking about like our introductions to porn? That was actually where I was gonna start. <laughs> where I was gonna actually start was. Oh, I've got a dick fact. on the table and wait. Yeah! Okay, yeah. I do that one more time. Wait for it. Oh, come on. I can get better sound than that. Oh, yeah! Okay, continue. With a big purple dildo. Oh, it gives me life! Jesus, I gotta get one. I gotta get one. <laughs> I just gotta get one. I gotta get one! Okay, go. Scratch on itch! Um, I think that... There's something really, really interesting that needs to be said that our generation, the generation that grew up before, we, we remember a time before the internet, right? That was a dick hitting the mic. <laughs> if anyone heard that noise, that was a dick hitting the mic. 
Can we clarify that it's not a real dick attached to yeah, a yeah, human? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a loner dick. <laughs> loner dick? It's a dick on loan! Oh, oh yes! Okay, continue. Um, but something really inter- interesting needs to be said about our generation, that we remember a time before the internet. And then we remember the internet coming along. Do we? Oh, I totally do. 100%. I don't. Really? I feel like the internet was always there. I remember a time before high-speed internet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Internet uh, computers were developed, you know, in the 70s. Before that, actually. Like, way before that. But, like, user-friendly. Anyway, we don't need to talk about technology. Easily (laughs) accessible internet. Yeah. In the way that it's accessible now. Yeah. Like, internet was not on my phone. No. Internet was not on a tablet. I didn't even fucking have a tablet. So yeah, porn porn was not as easily as was not very accessible until I was probably twelve. Yeah, I don't remember how old I was when it became accessible. I feel like the pop ups started happening around the time I was between twelve and fourteen. The aggressive porn pop ups. Oh yeah, everyone remembers those. But before that, before I think before I even started watching porn, we had Napster, right? The chat Fuck rooms. Fuck yeah. So chat rooms. There was chat rooms in that? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know there was chat rooms. Holy shit, that's where all the fucked up shit was, man. You get oh, dick pics galore what? from old dudes. I didn't know that. Na- oh man. Yeah, that was, was like chill- the birth of I chat was rooms. Chill- I was chilling on LimeWire, man. Yeah, LimeWire had it too, but what? Napster. I didn't know that what? they had chat rooms. I only used them for downloading content. That was it. Holy shit. No, man. Me and my friends fucking... I... Yeah, we well, perused those chat rooms. I was in... Uh, I played a lot of online chess. Online chess? Online fucking chess. And those were the chat rooms that I lived in. <laughs> Surreal. Heavy shit went down in there. I met, I had some boyfriends in the online chess world. Oh I also got some dick pics in the online chess world. I think there was also like a season of time where I like was in these like karaoke chat rooms um, way back in the day where you would just like sing into your really shitty, terrible mm. mic. Um, and then people would tell you how good you are so that they could like send you a dick pic. Um, <clears throat> and then also the, the, oh, what was it called? It was like a visual chat room. I think it was like called Palace. Was the it Palace. Like it was the Palace. Yes. Yeah, I remember I that. I spent so much of my goddamn life. Remember those little avatars? I do. I oh fucking my, do. So vividly, I remember but those. But I spent my time making my own in paint with like all of my favorite anime characters and photos wow. that I would then import into it because wow. I was. So fucking serious about it. So serious about it. You Funnily enough, there are core. there are still people that I like met back in those days when I was like fourteen and f- fucked up that I still talk to now. Wow. Which I'm like, yeah. I just talk to a lot of random creepy people in those chat rooms. Oh, hundred percent. Yes. Never don't know who any of them are today. But anyway, porn. This is relative. Oh, it totally is. But. Yeah, so I, the, the interesting thing is, is like our generation grew up being introduced to the online world and mm. at our fingertips were so many fucking websites that we would peruse with our friends just mm. for fun. And then it became 
it became an addictive behavior oh. for so many of us. I don't think there's anyone I know who is our age who was is or was not addicted to pornography in some way for some length of time because it was just so readily available and we didn't have to go into the convenience store to try and creepily look at playboy and hustler we could literally just tap onto our computer and la 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 la, there it is before us um and at that age your brain is developing and there are so many chemical reactions when you, even now as an adult, when you look at a naked body, when you look at two people having sex. Mm-hmm. And so it's no wonder that at that age, that endorphin rush that we got from that was like <clears throat> a, unlike anything we had ever really experienced so before. Sure. Also, you're like, you're in this very, and I mean, this is what's happening now where because our sex education is so severely lacking, um, or what I should say is pleasure education is so severely lacking, um, and the functional mechanics behind sex and the myriad of ways that you can have and enjoy pleasure in sex is so deeply lacking that people are, kids, are seeking this information through pornography because that's a ch- it's cheap, free, easy way to access what has been sold as sex. And it's not just sex that's being sold. It's um, sexuality. Yeah, yeah. It's I remember looking at pornography when I was a teenager and looking at the women in there and framing my aesthetic after those women. Oh, for sure. I would present my body. I mean, I didn't have implants and, you know, all these other things, which made me feel very inadequate. Mm. But I would make sure that my body was as presentable as a porn star's body, which means, i.e., shaving. I made sure that, like, every single fucking hair was gone. Mm. I made sure that the way that I looked when I was having sex with someone was very reminiscent of a pornography. You mean this? Oh. Yeah. And it, the, and, like, pouty lips. Absolutely. Down to the sounds. Yeah. Down to the, the different words that they were oh, using. Oh, baby. It was absolutely performance art because 100%. whether or not I, I totally did not know it at the time, I was watching it getting off, but learning at the same time and taking that all in subconsciously oh. and then oh. working that through my sexuality. This is the thing. Like I wasn't even, I don't even think when I first started getting introduced to porn, I don't. I wasn't masturbating at this point. Like, I wasn't getting off. I was literally watching it as, like, this education. It was, like, an educational documentary for me. Oh, yeah. Of, like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is what sex is supposed to look like. And this is my only information to base all of my sexual experiences and encounters off of Mm -hmm. moving forward. Mm -hmm. And I definitely felt the pressure to adjust to try and fit some certain mold and i mean jeff and i i think we talked about it briefly on on our first dadgasm episode that we did together where we had we were heavily influenced by porn culture because not only was i in this space where i was getting my education from porn but he was probably similar to what you were describing where he was like jacking it to porn on a regular basis multiple times a day um because not only did he have 
access to the internet, but he had completely like unsupervised access to the internet and he was allowed to close the door and it wasn't a problem and nobody would ask questions. And it was almost, I don't know if I would go as far as to say as it's, it was encouraged, but it definitely wasn't discouraged. It was more like, make sure you clean up after yourself kind of a conversation. Um, and for me, it was very different where, yeah, sure, I had access to it on the internet, but I had very vigilant parents that I got a lot of shame conversations that happened. Like I had my like spirit and sexuality beaten out of me essentially because of the few times that I did get caught, like not even necessarily watching porn, but just like perusing porn sites and being like, what is this? Because nobody will talk to me about it. Yeah. That it solidified the shame and discomfort that I had around sex. Mm. Right. So it's like, I didn't even have the opportunity to just jack it mm. <laughs> or uh, tickle the pickle to porn. However, that ended up coming later in my life where I would go through like periods where I would just, if I needed a quickie, I would throw on some porn and like whoosh, done. Mm. <clears throat> but yeah. I, I feel that I, I'm kind of divided. I'm divided on my opinion of pornography. I, do not I mean I ever I to this day every once in a while very very rarely I'm no I have not as much of an interest in it as I used to but very rarely I do still watch pornography um but I'm very choosy about what I watch back then it was basically just anything anything that I could find if it's going in a hole I'm in if it's going in a hole I'm in um but nowadays uh I'm I'm a little bit more choosy and so as much as I am going to preach about the negative impacts that pornography has had in my self-esteem and my sexuality, I still watch it and I don't shame anyone else for watching it. Um, the only thing that I have started to kind of raise more awareness about is be choosy about what you're watching because the actors and actresses like, hey, who are hey, performing, or... yeah, they could be, it could be a very sketchy situation um, so there are a lot of incredible sites out there that make sure that it's ethical sex work, that it mm. is, the, the, the performers are paid fairly, that they're being treated fairly, that there's no abuse happening because mm. that does fucking happen. I mean, how mm. many of us have perhaps in our travels through pornography, clicked on something, watched it and felt like, Ooh, this doesn't like your gut is telling you, Ooh, I don't know. About well, this, this is, this is the other thing. And this has always been my... I've always approached porn with this like air of caution because for me where even before I was getting into all of this like deep spiritual work, I always had this understanding that like any sort of engagement or sexual act or intimacy has some sort of energy exchange. And when you're watching that or you're participating in that in some way, then you're, um, you have that energetic imprint mm -hmm. in some way. And it's like, for me, I want to be choosy about what I'm allowing to imprint on myself mm. uh, because I don't want to have to be cleaning up other people's energy and shit from my mm -hmm. life. That being said, I still have absolutely watched some weird fucking porn on occasion. Um, 
But for me, the biggest thing is conscious consumption, like know what you're consuming in the sense of recognizing that it is performance and it's not, that is not, that is often not how real sex happens or unfolds. Like it's not that. So this is the thing that a lot of people don't understand is that pornography is not regulated. It is completely Mm. unregulated. Um, This was something that I, I don't know if you remember this um, a few years ago, I actually started a fucking, I feel embarrassed to say this, but I, I was really proud of the thing that I was doing. I just didn't like uh, looking back now. I wish I went about it a little bit differently. Um, we all have those things, right? Um, anyways, this was during a time in my life where there was a lot of upheaval and I was really looking at a lot of things and being a conscious consumer in a lot of ways and conscious, not just consumer, but conscious about how I'm being perceived. And a lot of it came down, always has in my past came, comes down to sexuality. Mm. And I recognize that there was a issue for me and a lot of other people in my life around pornography. And I started thinking about it and I realized how unregulated pornography is Mm. and that made me feel real, really uneasy. And you always hear about porn addiction, but this is what I did Uh, a few years ago. I actually started an online petition. It got, I don't remember how many fucking signatures it got, maybe a thousand, maybe more than that. Uh, I was interviewed by a local news, uh, I think it was CTV or CBC and basically the whole point of it, of this petition, was to put a warning on before you enter mm. the website to say what you are about to watch is not a realistic expectation. It's not. It's not realistic. It is performance art. Mm. Like I want there. I wanted just there to be some kind of warning label, not just are you eighteen years and over. Oh, that's the stupidest fucking thing. Because when you buy a pack of cigarettes, there's a warning label. When yeah. you buy alcohol, it tells you the effects. Cannabis. Cannabis. Uh, when you go to a casino, they tell you all about how you can get addicted. No one is talking about the real fucking lasting effects of pornography. And it's not just about addiction. It affects a lot of different areas mm. of society. And it's creating a really unhealthy view of sexuality and how we view other people. Mm. And how we expect other people oh to God, give yes. things to us sexually. Also, like, how... So, like, my first... Our first few years of sex was terrible because there was so much, so much of our understanding was from porn. And so it's like, I would suck his dick because I'm like, this is what I'm supposed to do. And I would hate every fucking second. And like, he would do the whole classic, like pushing my head down towards his dick because he's like, oh, I want this. And I don't know how to ask for consent or like use my words as a normal human being. And where this is what I was seeing in videos and shit, I would just... I would like fight it for a minute and I'm like, oh, I guess this is what I'm supposed to do. So I would just go with it. But I felt horrible about it every single fucking time. And so everything that we were doing in the realm of sex was we've seen this in a screen. And so we're doing it and we're doing it exactly the way that we've seen it, even though it feels like it feels so disconnected um, and disjointed. Oh, yeah. And so we had to completely eventually like strip everything there. And I told him to stop watching porn. I was like, you need to stop. I'm going to stop. 
and I want you to tell me if you end up watching it and we'll talk about it because this is not working anymore and I don't want to do this anymore. And not only are you are you like potentially bringing a whole bunch of other people's energy into our sphere and a whole bunch of toxic shit into our sphere, but it's reflecting in how you're showing up in the bedroom and how I'm showing up in the bedroom and the pressure that I'm feeling in the bedroom and I hate it. But I also was secretly still watching porn, hmm. which I don't know if I've ever told you this. I did. Occasionally, I would kind of like wander and be like, Ooh, by the way, I watched porn again today. Oh. Um, so one thing that we've been talking about doing a lot lately, um, because I'm, yes, you can find like beautiful, yes, amazing stuff online. I think it's one of them is Make Love, Not Porn. Yeah, there's Make Love, Not Porn. We talked about imp- like sub- submitting something ourselves <gasps> to that. Which he's like, I'm open to it. Uh, which is, I don't know how I feel. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that. Whoa. I don't know how I feel about that. But it's, uh, it's one of those things where I'm like, ooh, put the pin in that for later. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also part of me that I'm like, do I want to share what we mm. have with everybody? Maybe it could um, be healing for a lot of people. Well, this is the other thing, and I'm also like, well, maybe I. Maybe I do because we have so much like abundance. Like there's so much yeah. and it's so amazing and whatever. Um, but I, we've been talking exclusively about kind of making our own porn. Cause for me, for me, the, the biggest thing that I, and I, we were talking about this the other day, you and I, mm-hmm. where like when I'm consuming porn, I am literally fast forwarding to like penetration usually turning the sound off because mm. i can't fucking handle it oh see i like the sound oh see i don't i don't i don't um it's gotta be I, i'm picky though but yeah i usually like sound i don't have time to be picky <laughs> with my life like i really don't have time to be picky so mm. it's kind of like what what something's got to be going on a hole mm. and that's what i'm like and it's the quickie like three minutes or less situation Mm. and like great so what i'm interested in is if he and i made our own content how it would potentially shift the way that i'm feeling Mm. about taking in visual image absolutely that's a great idea right and like if it would maybe shift my relationship to the art form that is like filming real real sex Mm -hmm. um that's a great. And what that would do? Great yeah. fucking idea. I, I really want to. Mm-hmm. We're going to. So the first step is like doing this shoot with Jesse, which will be really fun. Which is happening November, first Saturday in November. I think it's November third. Nice. Very excited. Very excited about it. Yeah, baby. Very excited. Um, but I'm I, am moving further and further and further and further and further away from, porn. Mm. which is nice which is nice but also uh recognize that it can be great for a quickie well yeah fuck i had a fucking thought what the fuck was it (laughs) i keep getting it and i keep losing it and it's something about going a long time without pornography oh i got it i got it Um, she got it folks the thing that I have always found that has always been present ever since I started watching pornography that every time I finish watching it, I feel disgusting. Like I feel yeah. gross. I feel, ugh, I just, 
I don't feel good. Mm. I feel shameful. Honestly, mm. I feel really, really shameful. Every, that, and that, that is a constant feeling. I don't think I've ever watched pornography and afterwards felt, oh yeah, I feel good. But when I don't watch pornography and I have a connecting solo mm. session, I feel amazing. Yep. Same. hundred percent. Yes. I And that's what that. makes me not want to go back. Yep. And that's why I don't go back. The only times that I will watch pornography now is if I know that I'm not connected to my body. I'm not seeking to connect to my body. I just really just want to fucking masturbate. Like I just want to fucking just <clears throat> done. Yeah. And then when so the sometimes have, I'll watch it. When the kids have been fucked. Right? The, yeah. If like I only have like five minutes, like literally five fucking minutes and I need to I do need this. I need jet fuel. Then just get, give, yeah, get, to get, get me there. The shit, bam, done. Right? And then afterwards I'm just like, okay, like I still feel a little shitty, but like whatever. Like, like that was a mental health right? moment. Like exactly. that was a tool that I, oh, my baby's up. That was Fuck. a tool that I used in my toolkit and I don't, I don't love that I had to use that. I don't love that I was so stressed and overwhelmed that I had to turn to this, but at the same time, Fucking worked. Fucking worked, right? Fucking worked. Yeah. But yeah, I I remember that always being a present feeling after every time I would watch it as a teenager, as a young 20-something. Yep. Every single fucking time I felt disgusting afterwards. And I'm, you know, I think that's because a lot of probably what I was consuming Mm. was very unrealistic, was Mm. very, probably not ethical, but I... What do you mean? Pornhub's not ethical? Yeah. I mean, it, it didn't give me any self-confidence yeah. in my abilities, in my self-esteem, in yeah. my body confidence. Nothing. Yeah. I'm just looking at them and thinking, fuck, like, I'm, I'm not even comfortable to do what they're doing in the bedroom. So I'm looking at it and, like, getting off on it. But, like, I'm not going to turn around and go mm. and do it. I don't have the confidence to do that. It just... Mm. Having the education, having your sexual education be pornography and have it not be something that comes from you and getting to know your own pleasure Mm. completely detaches you from your sexuality. Mm. And I feel like for the last, like, I mean, I started masturbating with pornography. So Mm. I think I was like 16, 15, 14. I don't fucking remember. Mm. But that is a long fucking time to masturbate to pornography. And now I feel like I'm at this point over the last year, because over the last year is when I really stopped watching it, where I am discovering since I've taken it out that there's so much about my sexuality that I never knew and I never mm. gave my chance self gave myself a chance to get to know mm. because I was as soon as I felt horny I just immediately went to pornography and then that was it I never mm. explored anything about myself mm. and then when I would take a partner into the equation I was just reenacting what I had just watched or what mm. I had watched last week or yesterday right like I wasn't looking inwards and thinking what do you want Sarah like mm. what do you want to do like what would get you off what will turn you on what is something you've always wanted to do I never that just would never pop into my head I was purely doing it for performance because mm. that was my sexual education, performance, pornography. And that's what's fucked up about it. And again, it's like, I can't, I will not judge someone, whether it be my partner, whether it be my friend, whoever who tells me, yeah, I watch pornography and I like it. Because I'm not the same, we're not the same fucking people, mm. right? But there is a lot, and I and I feel like the 
our understanding is shifting about pornography and with this new generation that is coming up that was what are they called the gen xers or gen z's or gen p i don't know i don't fucking know gen p for penis oh it's stuck on the table again damn it i was gonna like charge with my penis and lift it in the air but but yeah the, the generation that's before us they were you know they have been raised with high speed internet that's always been around they have never known a life without thing. it, right? You know, the smartphones are natural, second nature to them. All my porn on my smartphone. But oh. at the same time... My smartphone. I feel like this generation is unbelievably aware. And they are asking a lot of questions. And I or I don't know. I'm not of that generation. So maybe I can't generalize or make any assumptions. You hope. <laughs> I hope. I hope. And I definitely might... What is your opinion about your children and pornography? Oh, I got a hard opinion on that. Um I don't want them watching it. That's my personal opinion. I'm like I don't want you to watch it, but I also understand that if you're going like if if you're curious, great. Like let's talk about it. Uh and let me give you some healthier sources to find great porn like if you really want to watch porn here let me buy you some some like solid wholesome 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 oh please don't ever say that (laughs) don't ever say that that's such a mom thing to fucking say let me buy you some wholesome porn honey oh my god i'm totally gonna say that sweetheart um some wholesome pornography but i would want to make a point of like using it as an opportunity to open up a conversation Mm. um and say like i understand that you're curious about sex that's awesome like, what, what can I do to help answer some questions that you might have? Or what sources can I provide you? Mm-hmm. Um, where I know that you're getting... A, you understand that a lot of it is is performance, not, not a true representation of sex. Because I want to really, like, fucking hammer that home. Yeah. And then, here, let me get you some wholesome porn for you to watch. Fuck. <laughs> Oh my god, no. Why? Some good old wholesome porn. Why do you hate the word wholesome so much? I don't hate the word wholesome. I hate the word, I hate the sentence wholesome porn. Why? <laughs> just, oh god. Because in your life you don't believe that porn can be wholesome ever? I don't want it to be wholesome. I think that's it. I don't want pornography to be wholesome. Why? I want pornography to be... But what is your definition of wholesome, I think, would be... When I think of wholesome, I think of, like... Good old church. Yeah, like a good old country boy. Like, (laughs) his mama's making him pie. No, you just want a lineup of men shoving it into your hole repeatedly in a bar. But I do. But I do. (laughs) Which is fine. Um, I'm of the same idea, though. Like, if... When Henry and Roland come to the age where if I find out that they are trying to find pornography, um, it will probably come up. I will probably come across it. I want to provide for them great content. I just want to be like, hey, that shit sucks. Like, what you're watching sucks. But this over here, this is some good shit. Go to fucking town. You want to, like, explore your fantasies with this... Great created well, stuff. Right? Yes, absolutely. And this is where I like. This is one one place that I'm really actually liking um, 
porn right now is anytime that I'm considering something or considering trying something new and I've been like playing with it solo as much as I possibly can but I'm not quite ready to maybe introduce it with my partner I'll go and I'll watch some porn that revolves around that particular thing and then kind of check it and be like okay well how do I feel about this Mm -hmm. and does this just watching this and the idea of like me being in this position or this situation get my fires smoldering Mm -hmm. like does that turn me on or no Mm-hmm. And then it helps kind of n- helps me make a more informed decision of whether or not that particular thing is actually right for me or maybe um, right for me in the moment or not. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, I, this is kind of taking a little bit off course, but the whole conversation about pornography being unregulated, like I'm thinking about, you know, why don't they talk about this in schools? Like everybody's oh fucking watching it. Like why can't there be some kind of informed, just anything, someone talking about, you know, the, the how, just how unrealistic it is and here well, are some is, healthy decisions. Well, and this is why choices. I think, this is why one of the firm reasons that I believe that sex education really needs to be pleasure based education. Um, starting with like how to, explore your own pleasure parameters Mm. right like how to um empower young adults to discover what turns them on and what feels really good for them versus here is a manuscript and here is a play-by-play of what you need to do or what you're Mm -hmm. supposed to do Mm -hmm. and then go reenact this over and over again which again a lot of is not necessarily a healthy thing right i just keep coming back in my head to like sex work is real work and Mm. i think that's probably why pornography is is unregulated and is not at all yeah it's (laughs) there's so many options out there and so many of the performers actors and actresses are being taken advantage of and that's because we're it's not taken seriously. Like it's, we are so uncomfortable as a society about sex in general. I think we're, we're on a, we're at a dawn of a new era. Oh, we are. Right now. It's exciting. It's very exciting. But Um, there's still so many outdated views and especially about sex work being real work. Like we are so uncomfortable with the notion of someone making money through sex. Why? I, wh- like, none your business. Absolutely none your business. Like if, but at the same time, we got to take care of these people. Well, no, no, no. I the, Absolutely. Yeah. My, my thing is, like, I don't understand. I don't think I will ever understand. Why people give... Well, actually, that's not true. I do understand. It's because of their own fear and, like, discomfort with their shit. But, um... People be triggered mm. by empowered people or mm. like people who revel in their sexuality and have like love making money from it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, go you. Right? Go you. I mean, not for me, but go you. And let's talk about it. Like, yeah. I would love to know what 
a day in the life of somebody in the sex industry is like, okay, like I'm really, it fascinates me. So this is our call out to anyone who's listening. If right. you work in the sex industry, we would oh love, God. or if you know somebody that works in the sex someone, industry that would like to talk to us, we would love to have a conversation about it. Um, especially if that person is a parent. Yeah. hundred percent. love to figure out, just understand how, and then how that works. And also, and then how do you navigate that with your children? Do do you talk Ooh. to them about it? Do you not talk to them about it? How does that work? Yeah, I would love to know. Do you keep know. them separate? Do you do you not? Like that's where I'm. I'm really interested in having conversations. And I, I mean, I'm not here to to judge any which way, but I'm just genuinely fascinated um, and interested in what what that dynamic is and what that how that plays out in the life of somebody mm. who has children right i just want to talk more about how people navigate these conversations of sexuality with their kids oh my god it's yeah. something that is really important to me and something that Same. i'm teaching the boys actively every single day multiple times a day mm. multiple times a day um and yeah this is something that i am committed to like ollie and i both we're very committed to having these conversations and i know there's going to be times when they do not want to talk to their mom about what porn they want to watch and that's Mm. totally fucking cool but I just want them to be aware and be conscious consumers Mm. and put their put themselves first in their pleasure and what they what what find what just be aware of their pleasure be aware of their body and get to know that before they go and look for any type of validation anywhere else. Like, find the mm. validation in yourself first and foremost. Mm. And then the next conversation that I think has to be so firm and so apparent. And if it is not in the school system right now, it needs to be boundaries and safe spaces. Jesus Christ, yes. Those are like, holy shit, I wish that my parents knew to have those conversations with me. Oh my God. Kid. We are informing, we are like enforcing that already. hundred percent. This is funny. Uh, perfect example. So I, oftentimes I use my bedroom as a safe space, even though Fallon sleeps in there during the day, I will often close the door and I don't want them in there unless I've given them permission to be in there. And if I leave the room, I ask them to leave because it's my space. I don't want you fucking up my goddamn space it's like my one spot Mm. and it's where I get to be when I need to be and it's something that I enforce strongly where I'm like this is my safe space and you need to give that to me and your room is your safe space yes you have to share it with your sister and eventually there will be like (laughs) pockets of space where like this is her corner this is your corner Mm. if you need a fucking divider we'll put up a goddamn divider and figure it out (laughs) But it is so important and paramount to have those safe spaces. The other day, I had just, for the first time in like a year, redone my altar. And I came in my room and half of my altar was underneath my office chair. And I was livid. It was livid, but I thought it was Fallon. I was like, okay, that's weird. Annoying. I guess I have to be more vigilant with closing the door and making sure that... um, She's not in my space if I'm not there. Mm. And so I put everything back together. And then the next day I came in and I saw 
90% of my altar was gone and it was underneath my office chair and Alexis had done it. But I lost my shit because she took my yoni egg out of the bag and took my wand out of the bag. I probably did not handle that situation in the best way that I could have. But I, I was like, you need to leave my room now. I was like, you need to get out. This is not stuff you touch. And she got really upset because she was like, but they're crystals and they're pretty and I want to play with them. And I'm like, I understand. I'm asking you to leave my room now. We will talk about this later. Mm-hmm. Like, get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before the fires of hell are unleashed on you, get out. Mm-hmm. Save yourself! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so she got really upset. She had a meltdown. And um, she ended up coming back in the room and I asked her, I was like, did you do this yesterday too? I was like, because I feel really bad because I got upset at your sister because I thought she had done this. And she's like, no, it was me. And I was like, okay, this is not something that you ever touch. And I was like, and we've talked about this before, right? She's like, yeah, no. She's like, but they're just so pretty. I was like, I understand that. Mm-hmm. You have your own crystals for this reason. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the reason mommy's really, really upset right now is because you took these things out of the bag. I was like, these are incredibly precious to mommy. Not only, like, are they, like, energetically charged to me and tools that I use with, like, for my healing and stuff. I was like, but these actually go in my body and you putting your hands on them or putting them on the floor is putting my body at risk. Mm. I was like, it's not safe. And she's like, what do you mean they go in your body? I was like, well, there, I was like, this is a yoni egg and this is my, my crystal like yoni wand. And I, they go in my vagina and I use them to help heal and like move through things. She's like, and then I immediately, I saw like the, the wheels turning in her head and I was like, but we don't put crystals in our body unless they are designed for that. She's like, well, can I have some? And I was like, baby, when your moon blood comes, if you still want some, I will take you and I will get you some. Mm. And I was like, but we're going to wait until your moon blood comes. Mm. And I was like, that will be like the signal to both of us that it's time to start maybe giving you the tools that you need to move through your cycle. Mm. She's like, okay. She, I was like, okay, well, do you want a wand or do you want an egg? She's like, I want both. And it's like, cool. That's cool. We will. Be, I was like, if you still want that when it's time and your blood comes, great. I will do that for you. That's I was like, awesome. we will do that. But what was really nice, conversation about boundaries came up. Mm. <laughs> Big conversation about boundaries. Boundaries got broken. Um, but then we also had to have an open, honest conversation of like toys and like, not just toys, but like healing tools slash mm-hmm. toys. And like when, when it's the right time for me to bring them in and for that's that's been a question for me for a really long time of like when is the right time to provide my kids with the tools like that because Mm -hmm. I was never given the opportunity to have body safe things fuck Mm -hmm. um and I it kind of just like landed I was like oh why wouldn't I give it to her when she's when she's bleeding and she has to be in a space where she's getting more accustomed with her vagina yeah she might still be too young to want to do that Mm -hmm. but at least giving them to her around that time she's gonna have them for whenever and like be able to develop a relationship with them and and whatever idea right so that's 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 a wholesome idea that's a wholesome (laughs) idea see it's a wholesome that was the right right context to use and i'll give her some wholesome porn too (laughs) (laughs) 
I will make I will make some porn and and uh, send it into makelove.porn and label it wholesome. No, <laughs> no one will watch it. No one is going to click on wholesome porn. I know. Lindsay and Jeff. I don't want to Google wholesome porn. <laughs> what I want to know, like what? What does it look like? I, it's got to involve some kind of country setting with pie, and an apron. <laughs> Gotta be an apron in there. Oh my god. Okay, Google. No way. What is wholesome porn? There are. Sorry, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, of course you don't. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> did you find any wholesome porn? I did. What does it look like? Is it country? Is it pie? Is it an apron? It's on Pornhub though, so I mean, of oh. course it's Pornhub. It's always Pornhub. Isn't it always? Always. Indigo white girlfriend tries to cheer you up. What? Indigo? Her name is Indigo White. I pack you lunch before you head off to Storm Area 51. What? (laughs) Oh, that looks pretty wholesome. Let me see. Put the sound on. No, there's no... It's just like the previews. Have you never seen the previews? Oh, yeah. I've seen the previews. Oh yeah, that looks like a pretty wholesome. There's plaid. Couple. There's plaid. Right? There's plaid they look in like there. for they're from the country. They look, they look. They look like a wholesome. They do. They also look like pretty, pretty passionate. Are they doing the dishes and that uh, and that one up above? Oh yeah, that's the like I'll do the dishes for you and make your lunch or something. Um, oh, it's only five minutes. Most of Pornhub is only. It's pretty quick. Quick, quick clips. Quick, quick clips. Quick clips. Quick clips. That's what's weird now is like I'm I'm noticing like on the rare occasion that I do wander into the porn world, some of these people are very young. Mm. That's what I'm telling saying unreg unregulated porn. But this is the first time I've seen a guy who's so young. Do you have an accent? I think. Oh God, they're just going for it. Where's the pie? There's no pie. Lemonade? I'm into that. Some writhing. I wouldn't say no to that. Right? That feels like... He's got some action with his hand. What's he doing? Is, is he, he jacking himself? Is he jacking himself? German? I don't hate this. It's a terrible Lindsay's thing. into the wholesome porn. <laughs> no, but the re- okay, let me let me clarify. Okay. The reason that I don't hate it is because it feels very reminiscent to like the mm, stuff that Jeff and I would do as mm. far as like it's not just like yeah, right? like it's they're actually they look and feel like they're actually connecting and interested and like that's what I usually go Feels for. Feels wholesome, bitch. Fuck. Have I been a wholesome pornography <laughs> consumer this whole time? So you know that the name of this show is going to be Wholesome Porn. <laughs> you realize that, right? Oh, I'm cringing. <sighs> but you know it's so right. So right.
Oh, Fallon knows it too. She knows it. <laughs> She's going to get plenty of wholesome porn uh, by Mama given uh, to her. You see, you love the wholesome shit. Don't judge the wholesome shit. It was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. That was pretty good. Right? I, like, okay, for a while, um, I, w- I was on like a, because Pornhub was like my go to for a while. <clears throat> I went on a, like a weird passion HD kick for a bit. Oh yeah, watch passion. Because again, like they they mm-hmm. sometimes it was better before. It got trashy and terrible yeah. after a while. But the first few that I saw, I was like, oh, they're actually connecting right? as human beings. Vixen's pretty good too. Ooh, what's Vixen? Vixen's got some good stuff. Uh, they're a little like the 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 actors and actresses are a little more. I guess they're pretty equivalent to passion, to be honest. Um, I don't, I, I, you know, um, passion is still very like trim tan and yeah, these people are totally trim and tan and and, stuffed. Yeah. But there's, but I will say, I don't know what a lot of pornography is like nowadays, but like the stuff that I watch on Pornhub that is Vixen, um, the women, some of them do have a bush. Oh, that's coming back though. Which is like making me really happy to see. That's that's a thing now. Right? Okay. Cool. Yeah. Happy about that. It's coming back. Um The Bush is back, ladies. The Bush is back. Mine's been back for many, many a moon. <laughs> many a moon. Many a moon. <laughs> Since it's probably five years at least. <laughs> she gets she gets a trim down every once in a while. I gave her a trim down recently. It was fun. But yeah, pornography, I just would, um, yeah, be conscious about what you're consuming and how it affects you. Like, if you're afterwards like me, if afterwards you're watching it and you're feeling shameful, like, I don't know, man, maybe take a break. Maybe try just masturbating without it. I actually, I prefer masturbating without. Ditto. A hundred percent. Like, I, I much prefer... Like again, like when the porn comes out, it's I'm like a it's a it's a necessity. Right. It's not a I'm making space for myself to to do magic things and create sex magic and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. And that's a, that's knowledge that not a lot of not a lot of people are aware of that 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 sexuality can be that that it doesn't have to be watching pornography and it's a necessity that yeah. your orgasm is just <gasps> a here's a question. What? Have you ever watched porn with a partner? Yes. Oh, many times? No. And? No. Um, Ollie and I watched it together years ago, and it was more so just to see what the other one was into. Um, okay, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, which was great. Um, I think he was kind of hoping it was going to lead to something, but <laughs> I was just like, no, uh-uh, uh-uh. Like, I, I, it was like I... There's pressure in that situation. Right, absolute fucking pressure. It was right. a narr- It was a storyline that I did not want to fulfill. Like, nah. Uh-uh. Nah, honey. I ain't fulfilling that trope, that story trope. Um, God, yeah, so... <sighs> I don't think I've ever watched it with any other partner besides Oliver. We have never watched porn together. What? Never. Never. Ever. 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 It's never happened. I've never even seen the kind of porn that he's into. What? I think probably because I don't want to know. <laughs> he's, though, last time we talked... He said that he hasn't 
really been watching it at all. I just send him dirty pictures. Well, that's what... Also, yeah. I want to take that back. I don't like dirty pictures. Dirty... They're not dirty. They're, like, sexy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Sensual. Yeah. They're not dirty. They're not dirty. I'm not... Di- well, I might be a little dirty, but... If you want to be dirty... Well, I just don't get to shower as much <laughs> as I like to. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> when we say dirty, it has a totally different meaning. As a mom, it has a totally different meaning. Probably a little bit. I dirty. showered today, and it was like the first time I showered in fucking days. Like, I don't know oh, how Oh, dude, I shower twice a week if I'm lucky. Oh, my, twice a week? Yeah. I'm dirty, girl. I only get to shower, like, once a week. How the fuck do you get to shower twice? How do you only shower once a week? Because I have children all day, every day. All day, every day. But today, they were... They, I'm like, talking, like... So I'll shower like on the weekend and then once during the week. I shower pretty much only on the weekend. That's it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm if I'm lucky, maybe I'll get to shower once the week. Today was one of those days and I took a chance. Both of the boys were upstairs with me and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like they're busy in, in Henry's room just playing. I'm going to go hop in the shower. And it was fine. They didn't even notice. Like, mm. wait, no. Roland did come in and he was just like, huh? Oh, uh, Fallon will huh? try and climb into the bath. Yeah, and, like he just kept opening, looking at me, and I'm like, "Roll the fuck off!" Like, get out of here. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Got any like, milk in those cans? <laughs> like, those just jugs? let me have some fucking peace, please. But um, yeah, but yeah. Usually once a week. I'm a dirty. I feel less dirty, dirty now. Bitch. I feel less dirty now. I'm a dirty bitch. I'm just having some like hardcore feeling like a grime dirtster. That's me all up in here. But do you bathe? Oh yeah, sometimes I have baths. Like maybe once a week I have a well, bath. You're cleaner than I am. Maybe. You soak in your filth. If I like, if I, if it's the middle of the week and there's no chance of me having a shower and I'm pretty stanky. I just take oh. some wipes. I was just going to say you do the mom bath. Do the pits. I used to call it do the, the whore butt, bath. Do the veg. Right? That's I. That's a frequent occurrence. Ditto. Same. It's a frequent occurrence. And then dry shampoo. Good to fucking go. I just wear a hat. There you go. Hat. Put a hat on it. There you go. Put a hat on it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. I feel so much better about my life. <laughs> I feel so much better about my filth in this, in this moment. Yeah. In this fucking moment. Um, porn. I want to know, I want to know our listeners' thoughts on porn. I do too. Right? So. I people think. I. Yay or nay. Not even, not, or somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Right? I'm just interested in like what, what your relationship has been with porn mm-hmm. and whether or not it's serving you and whether or not you're consuming porn consciously. And if you have any suggestions. Oh my God, please give us your porn suggestions. Email your us. Wholesome porn suggestions. Or whatever else. <laughs> Doesn't have to be wholesome. But you can email us at momgasmpodcast at gmail.com and I swear we will fucking read that shit and we will watch it and we might love it. I don't know. We might love it. Might, we might, might get off to it. fucking love it. Send us your porn. Send us your... Well, okay. Do it. No. Let's get freaky. Oh, Jesus. Let's do it. Okay, please don't send <laughs> videos of you fucking... <laughs> 
because I'm not feel, saying no. Because I, but I would feel I would feel weird having the responsibility of like that not getting out into the internet. Yeah, but if someone fucking sends it to you, then they've probably sent it to somebody else. Okay, that's fine. They then. probably don't care. Don't make assumptions. I'm not. I'm just saying, like. Anyway, and yeah. I will. I will report back on whether or not we film a fucking. This is the problem. We would need a daytime where the children are not in the house so that we have enough light in our bedroom. Mm. This is where we're at with this project. Or you get some bomb-ass lighting. Invest in some lighting so you can film some photography. No, because we have a baby in our room (laughs) at night. So, like, again, it would have to be, like, middle of the day and someone would have to take the children. If you want to babysit my children so I can make an at-home movie, email us at... No, please don't. That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Or join our Patreon and help us uh, fund this. And pay for my babysitter. (laughs) Please. That is a great way to help us by joining our Patreon and contributing uh, for as little as $5 a month. Yep. Up to $50 if you really love us and really want us to make some juicy, creamy content. <laughs> we did talk about how I'm very creamy lately. You are very creamy. Creamy. I'm saying this as if I, I'm a, like... I know. I, I was have... like, have I sent you a picture of, like, my husband's dick covered in my creaminess? Like, Please don't. I'm not authorizing this. <laughs> I do not consent. <laughs> also, I would never do that. Well, Watch you email Mongasm Podcast with a dick pic. Be like, oh, Sarah, look at this. I love that you're like, listeners, you can send us your, your videos fucking, but Lindsay, I don't want to see yours. What does that say about our relationship? I have seen you naked. You have seen me naked. But that's different. Oh, I know. I'm not uh, totally different. Um, but I don't think we're at the level yet that I want to see you fucking your husband. Yet strangers fucking. We are, like, we share so much of our lives already. (laughs) I'm also not actually offended by this in any way. How else can I tell you that I don't think this is a good idea? What if you like it, Sarah? You know what? I probably would. You might like my wholesome ass homemade porn. And then how would I feel afterwards? (laughs) Watching my business partner and friend. It's okay. We'll watch it together. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll record it. If you want to see this happen, fund us at patreon.com slash podcast. Like if somebody gives us a thousand dollars. Oh, we'll do it. Lindsay. <laughs> you just put that out there. You can PayPal us at momgasmpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I can't consent to this because I can't consent for you. But um, I feel like Jeff would be down with that. Oh, fuck. Oh, my. No, it would be really interesting. Oh, this could be a fun project. Hmm. Um, Now I kind of want to film us. Not you and me. Oh. Oh. Oh, you're, you're, you're not at the point where you want to, uh, <laughs> where you'll watch my porn, but you'll make porn with me. <laughs> <laughs>
No. Some weird priorities. So. <laughs> fuck. I mean, thank you, I think. <laughs> oh, this conversation is just getting weirder and weirder. No, it's getting better. I love it. It's better and better. Love it. Um, what I was going to say is I feel like maybe it would be interesting if Jeff, when Jeff and I do record, if I recorded our reaction watching our own home movie. Oh, that'd be cool. That would be interesting. That would be really fun. I feel like that would be a good Patreon. Oh, that'd be awesome. Exclusive moment. Yeah. That's a great idea. That's definitely going to happen. Do it. Now, somebody fund babysitting so I can make this happen. Can't stop playing with this dildo. I also have been playing this the entire time. I've also like been resting. Ding, ding. Oh my I know, God. I totally saw you resting right? your chin like, I on was the like, dildo. Tell me more, Sarah. Tell, tell me, me more. more. Tell me more. Oh. fuck. Okay. Anyway, thanks for uh, hanging out, chatting with us about porn. Join us in the Momgasm Den, where you can continue the conversation and all of that goodness. Get your ass over to Patreon. Sponsor us. Be our friends. Help fund this dream project that we are doing. Get your ass out to our live motherfucking event. So we have our first solo sponsored live show coming up November 25th, motherfuckers. It's going to be hot. It's going to be juicy. It's also going to be motherfucking hilarious because let's be real. We like to laugh. Mm -hmm. But it's happening at Sourwood. In Nova Scotia, Halifax, to be more specific. I'm being really weird about this, guys. It's being a little bit weird, but it's all right. Keep going. You got it. All right. Anyway. We're almost at the end. You got this. We're almost there. Just <laughs> finish. <laughs> <laughs> but you can get all of those hot, juicy, delicious deets in the description, as always. Peace, love, and a whole lot of cum. Or not. <laughs> Would you love to experience Momgasm in person? Come to our first full-length intimate live show this November 25th here in Halifax, Nova Scotia. We are bringing the magic of Momgasm to the stage with some special guests, sexy demos, and our no-shame comedy. We will also be giving away door prizes from Venus Envy and sticking around for a really special meet and greet. Grab your tickets now by following the link in our description. If you're unable to make it to the show but would still love to support us and receive VIP treatment while doing it, check out our Patreon website. We offer exclusive content to our most loyal supporters. Bloopers, snail mail, secret episodes, and first dibs on tickets. Oh, and some maybe exclusive shoutouts too. We aren't offering this to anyone else but our patrons. If that's not enough for you, join our free and private Facebook group, The Momgasm Den. We have intimate conversations with our listeners and support each other through our challenges, victories, and overall healing. We often do live videos where we get super weird, and once a month we offer extra special full moon circles with Bahia. So what the fuck are you waiting for? Get your buns in there already. Make sure to stay up to date with everything we're doing over here at Momgasm by following us on Facebook and Instagram. 
Oh, and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. And that's it. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode and we'll catch you next week. Mwah.